Welcome back to another episode of LA Providential. My name is Shanti Talese, and I write about the Super Bowl champion LA Rams for LAFBnetwork.com. It is a fantastic website. Like it, subscribe it, follow it, do whatever. We're crushing it with college coverage, Chargers coverage tomorrow, and of course the Rams today. And LA Providential, as always, is brought to you by our friends from Bet Online. Football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and yes, even golf. Head to BetOnline.com to jo- receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use, use the promo code BLEAV to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. Now, this week, the Rams uh, just beat the Panthers 24-10, and they are fi- mercifully on their bye week. To help me uh, parse out the first six weeks of Rams is a uh, staff writer at the Turf Show Times, Blaine Krasak, and also one of the nicest guys on Rams Twitter. How you doing? Hey, Johnson. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate it. appreciate it, and glad to be uh, glad to be joining the show after a nice win. Uh, look, look, look a little shaky there after, at halftime, but they they pulled it out, with you, which is good. A little shaky. I mean, you know, uh, the internet was ready to burn SoFi down, started all over, ride less on the, on the Metro line. It was rough. Yeah, yeah, to, to, to say the least. I mean, it's not very often that, you know, after six weeks, the Super Bowl champion, the defending Super Bowl champs get booed off the field, but that, that's how it was. And I, I guess that kind of gave them a wake up call because they came out in the second half a lot, a lot better. Kind of kind of started pulling out some things that we, um, I think, have been kind of hoping to see in the offense. And um, yeah, it was good, 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 good to, um, to, to go in the buy at three and three for sure. Yeah, plus you know the Niners and the Packers and the Bucks all lost today, so they're all three and three. Exactly. I mean the the Forty Niners lose to the Falcons, which like which is like just like we the Rams beat the Falcons a couple weeks ago. Um, Tampa Bay lost to the Steelers, who are arguably one of the worst teams in the league right now. Um, mm-hmm. The Jets. So all all of those teams are three and three right now. So honestly, like as, as bad as you know we think Rams Rams first six weeks have been. It's really you know when you put it in perspective like that, it's um they're they're still right in the thick of things. Exactly. Plus Arizona lost and they're two and five, so you know they're further down. And Seattle, that's going to come crashing in a moment. So it's not like they're lighting it up either. Like all the divisions are very winnable. I mean, the Eagles and Cowboys are probably the two best teams in the conference. Maybe the Giants, but like still, the Rams are in at the NFC is wide open. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Yeah. And. The, 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 yeah, the, and then you know, the, I think the bye week comes, it kind of comes at a perfect time. Um, I mean, you, you get a chance, you, you get a chance to get healthy. Um, you get a big game against San Francisco to kind of you know, hopefully kind of take control of the division a little bit. Uh, Tampa Bay is right after that. Uh, so, I mean, second half schedule is not easy, but you you have some 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 big some big games and Rams will control their destiny. Exactly. Plus, the Niners play the Chiefs next week, and uh, you know that won't be easy. So, if the Chiefs beat them, they're three and four. We have a chance to beat them and put them at you know three and five, and us at four and three. So that would be nice. And like, I wish the internet would just take one big <sighs> exhale because my lord, <laughs> it's like it was like reliving November again. Yeah, at least like the Rams going to the bye week this time off of off of a win. So hopefully, it's like kind of like. Sunshine and rainbows, positivity for the next two weeks. I mean, pro- probably not because it's 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 Twitter, and that's not how things work on Twitter. No. But but it's at least you know Rams aren't going to the bye week off of three straight losses, or it would have been probably a hundred times worse. So. I know, and there's also probably a trade coming. I know we lost Joe Noteboom today. That sucks. Like, <laughs> I'm hoping you recover soon. But 
Alaric Jackson gets to play tackle, which is his natural position. And really the genesis of their whole, you know, three and three slump is the offensive line, correct? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I mean, Fox showed a graphic today where the Rams have nine, have gone with nine different combinations on the offensive line. They've started with a different combination before for every game. Uh, I mean, that 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 wins the double digits today after no boom went down. They they they, they went out. They had a tenth different offensive line combination. So it's just. <laughs> You know, as lucky as the Rams were last year with their offensive line health, it's been – it's not even like it – they took a step back from that. You know, like, it's an injury here or there. Like, it's been the polar opposite of what, what it was last year, which is it's – just, it's, just, it's, it's tough to um, – it's tough to 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 work around that for I think any offense. Um, it's, it's tough it's tough to run to run what you want to do. Um, I think you know you look at where the Rams are on the offensive line. You know it's 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 no wonder the offense has has underperformed in the way it has. I mean, no, uh, Stafford certainly hasn't, hasn't been perfect. McVay could be um, could be calling plays a little better at, at at times, but but I mean just 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 looking at the offensive line as a whole, I, I, it's 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 tough. I think for any it would be tough for any play caller to. To, to work around what, what the Rams have gone 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 through, and hopefully this bye week kind of lo- allows them to take a step back, reflect in the mirror, and um, and hopefully you know build on some of the things that, that they did today. I mean, they 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 finally started doing some some of this the smoke the smoke and mirror stuff that I really wanted them to start wanted them to run over the last run over the last couple weeks. You got, you you saw these these jet sweeps and um, misdirections and. That, that's, that, that puts a lot of stress on the defense. It can help out in the run game, and, that, and that's what it did today. So hopefully they can kind of build on build on that second half a little bit. Exactly. And the funny thing is, like, reading, like, you know, all the all the national people covering the Rams, like Benjamin so- or yeah, uh, Benjamin Selleck on the ringer and whatever, like saying, oh, well, this is just the chickens coming home to roost. Like, this is why you can't trade all your picks. Like, that's why they're so terrible. And, like, it's like, dude, you don't cover this team at all. Like, I – I guarantee you they haven't whiffed on that many picks. I know we've been litigating all week, like which picks have been failures. Like everyone's like, Oh, the 2020 draft is a failure Two to Atwell wasn't Creed Humphrey. So that's it. Send him out of here. You know, Logan Bruss got hurt. So he's a bust, all that stuff. But like, it really isn't about the, the lack of picks because they used a lot of picks and linemen and a lot of them are just hurt. Like it, you could, that can happen to anybody. And defensively they've hit on a lot of dudes. So they're hurt too. Like Jordan Fuller's been hurt the last few weeks. That's been tough because he's better. He's better there than Taylor Rapp would be. And they have a bunch of rookies are trying to fill in while Troy Hill gets better and stuff like that. So do you like? Do you think this is FM picks coming to roost, or is this just like bad injury luck? Um, I think it's um, a combination of both. I, I I I do think that there are areas in which the Rams could have like could have um, could have. Uh, Invested their, their their picks a little better, mm-hmm. um, but but at the same time, like, I mean, you can say that for every single team. I mean, they, yeah, they, 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 every year in the draft, team, team teams miss on guys. Um, but you know, at, at the same time, they don't. When the Rams have like missed on a two two outlet, which I, I don't even think he, that they've they've missed on him yet. He, he he had that big reception last week against Dallas, and then had a nice 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 um, run today for for nine yards. So they're, they're starting to work him into the offense a little bit. Um, so I'm not ready, not ready to 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 put to put up a night on on what on what his career is going, where his career is going by by any means. But you know, for, for as many times as they've missed on pick like that, they've um, you know, look at a Lark Jackson. I mean, yeah, 
he's an undrafted free agent. He's playing lights out on um, at, at, at right guard, which isn't even his natural position. And then in the same game, he goes from right guard to left tackle. I mean, that's not something that you find a lot of undrafted free agents. And then, I mean, Jordan Fuller is a sixth round pick. They, 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 they found, they have found so many late guys where it kind of makes up for those early misses. And um, honestly, that that's where, that's where the draft is most important. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a lot easier to hit, hit on guys in the, in the first, first, first round or two, but where you find like success and where, where, a good draft, uh, where a good draft becomes a great draft is when you when you hit on those late picks. And then Coleman Sheldon, Tremaine Antrim, like all those guys, like I know they're hurt, but like they hit on those, like those are good linemen, and they were like seventh round undrafted guys as well. And I know like, well, they're playing Skoranek, that how good can they be? They really need help a receiver, and they do. But they're getting Van Jefferson back after the bye, and that's going to help out a lot. And we already saw Allen Robinson start to, you know, come alive, come out of witness protection. That was nice. They get Bryson Hopkins back. Um, they still have Kendall Blanton they can work into. And like there's they have a lot of options coming back after the buy if they want to use them. So I don't think they're going to be super limited going forward. It's just a matter of blocking and keeping Stafford, you know, with time and making sure he's not getting hit every play. Exactly. And like as, as bad as the, 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 the first six weeks have gone, like I don't think anybody anybody at the beginning of the, the, beginning of the season sat there and said they're going to be free and free at their bye week. But, you know, like as bad as like the injuries have been and everything, like you said, they, you know, they are going to get healthy. They, like outside of Nopu, these haven't been these detrimental season ending injuries. I mean, they've, they've all been, they've all been four to, four to six week type things. I mean, like Coleman Shelton will be back. Brian Allen will hopefully be back after the bye week. Um, they, they did put David Edwards on IR, but he should be back after hopefully his um he, after his concussion stuff it gets gets looked at. Hopefully he's okay there. Um, they are going to they are going to get, get guys back, and that that's going to provide a huge boost in the second half of the season. I think. I think so too. And like everyone, like well, Liam Cohen was a mistake. Like uh, Kev, uh, Kevin O'Connell was really the brains behind our offense. Clearly, because once he left, like we went downhill. But it's like again, it's not what that is. Like they're like they're working in a new system, and McVeigh's staff gets poached every single year, and this is the first time it didn't seem go seamlessly. But that's also because the schedule got harder too. And I just think like we, today, I think we saw the best version of what the team could be so far. Because I mean, Skoranek got a rushing touchdown. Allen Robinson again, he got a touchdown and was also key on some blocks. It didn't all revolve on Cooper Cup. Like, I think you're starting to see what the offense could be. And a lot of it, I think, is also because Cam Akers is no longer the starting back. Yeah, I I, I, I think so as well. I, I think you're, you're spot on there. I mean, like, yeah, t- today they started doing some things that really started working. And um, the, I felt like through the first five weeks of the season, they, they just continued to try to put, put this square peg in this round hole in this offense. And it, it wasn't working. They kept on trying to do this. Um, do what they were do what do what they were doing last year, and just just with what was happening on the offensive line, you can't just sit, sit back and empty and do and do five do five step drops and hope it hope it works. It's, just, it's, it's not going to happen. I mean, just because you don't have Jared Goff as your quarterback anymore, and just because like Matthew Stafford's a guy and he has this incredible arm and he's incredibly talented, like doesn't mean you can't get back go back to some of those things you did do with Jared Goff. So it's like it was really nice to see those chess sweeps come back today. It was something that was kind of eliminated from their offense up until the Super Bowl last year when they when they ran the ran the play to Cooper Cup to convert on the fourth down. They um so to, to, to see that come back come back today was really nice. They started running running some more play action and um I think if, if they can sort of implement those things in the second half of the season to keep keep the defense off balance, I think it'll help Stafford and um and get this offense back on track. Yeah, that's been one of my favorite like dumb narratives too. It's like, oh well like maybe the Stafford trade was a failure. It's like you can, and they're like, well, I know they won the Super Bowl, but it's like, well, then that's the end of the argument because the Lions are one and four. 
Um, and like fantasy wise, sure. He's, you'd probably rather have Goff, but like not in real life. <laughs> Cause you know, Goff's also had pick sixes this year. He's had like game breaking interceptions and not to crap on Goff. I like, I still like Goff. I'm just like, it's just really funny. It's like, well, maybe this was a mistake. Yeah, I mean, Dove Clayman put put out a tweet, I think, this morning saying, you know, yeah, Matthew Stafford won a Super Bowl, but he had four Hall of Famers. It's like, I mean, you can, say about, you can say that most quarterbacks. Like, sure, Russell Wilson has, has a Super Bowl, but he played on the, with one of the greatest defenses ever. Sure, Tom Brady has six Super Bowls, but he also had all this talent around him. Like, Seven you know, Super Bowls. <laughs> you, you, it's like, he has a ring. Like, you, 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 you can kiss his yeah. ring. Like, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. I know nobody won it by themselves because you could be like, well, Mahomes had Kelsey and he had Tyreek Hill. So like it must have been easy for him too. Like, and you can go down the line. Like that's such a dumb thing. Like, yeah, of course they have a lot of stars. Like all Super Bowl teams have stars. Even the Eagles, like I know Nick Foles wasn't a star, but they had a bunch of talent on that team and he was able to capitalize on it. So I, I really don't understand this narrative. Like it does seem like a lot of... Like a lot of I told you so's have been like written too early, and it's just been really funny to me because like I follow this stuff every day as you do, you, you know, way more than I do, and it's just like, oh, that's what you think is happening. Well, that's not really what it is. Like, take five seconds and just read up on what's going on. Exactly. I mean, and Twitter is such a such a place where like it's 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 a lot of stuff put out there with, with, without context. And I mean, so, 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 a, a tweet like that from Dove, I think, is 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 an attention grabber. That's kind of his. His um his ploy on his, his ploy, but mm-hmm. it, it, is, it is it is funny reading, reading those narratives and like and kind of what comes out nationally sometimes. I know, and I get that like the Panthers are as tanking a team as you can get because they fired Matt Rule on Monday. Uh, they went with P, they have PJ Walker today as their quarterback, and they're basically not wanting anyone to get hurt, so they can just trade as much as uh, many pieces as they can. Maybe even to us, who knows? Because like that's got to be coming in some fashion, but. You know, I get it. Like, and they only won by 14 points, and it should have been more. But still, like, the Rams kind of got their groove back in the third quarter and onward. So, you know, they did what they had to do. Exactly, and uh, and after the after the after the pick six there at the at the end of the first half, like things could have really started to spiral. I think with with a lot of teams, you, you could have seen it spiral spiral from there, and. The, the the defense played lockdown all afternoon. I think that there was a point where they um they uh, they they forced I think five straight three outs. Maybe it was six six straight. It, it was they 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 were locked down after that after that first drive. Um when 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 Carolina scored that field goal. I mean Christian McCaffrey was their offense essentially. When once they kind of contained him, um Panthers the Panthers Panthers really couldn't do anything. And then yeah, I mean the uh, offense came out in the second half and looked. Um I I, I think they kind of. They they struggled there on, on the opening drive, but once they got the ball back, it was they they, they came out focused and um and it, they 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 really needed to because you couldn't go you couldn't go on the bye week at two and four and I mean as as, as bad as the Panthers are I mean they, they they did have a new coach this week that they had every reason to like play with this with with like the, a, a, a fire inside them kind of and um and, and usually like when when a team does fire a coach like. He, that, that that team that, that team comes out the next week with 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 a new life and um and the Rams came out and kind of kind of put it put it into that pretty quickly on the, there in the second half exactly and you know more importantly to the gambling community they actually covered which was a first for a while, in a while but um defensively what would you say needs to change going forward I know obviously health because you're getting it with like as I mentioned Troy Hill and Jordan Fuller and a couple other pieces are coming back but like what would you say the defense needs to do going forward to get better. 
Um, I think they need a another pass rusher on the opposite of, of Leonard Floyd. Um, I, I love Justin Hollins. He's he's been very good this season against the run, but he's not a he's not a pass rusher. He's he's not someone that's gonna um, be a consistent threat off the edge on 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 a, on a third down. Um, Terrell Lewis is is very talented, but he's still pretty inconsistent on getting to the pass rusher or or getting to, getting to the quarterback. Sorry. Um, so they, they 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 need they need a consistent threat there. I mean, the last couple of weeks, I mean, Jalen Ramsey has two sacks, which is great. I mean, Raheem Morris is doing a great 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 job scheming this pressure. But if if you can get your your four guys to 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 to, to be able to get to the quarterback, that opens up so many more things, and and it, it's why they were so successful in, in in the playoffs last year after kind of Von Miller started to get started to get going. So if if I, I think the one thing that they need to need to, to, to kind of take that next level. I mean, they, they're they're top ten defense as it as it as it is according according to DVOA. Um, but to kind of take take that take that next level, maybe in, enter the top five. I, I think they need um, a, a pass rusher opposite opposite of Floyd. Exactly. Well, what's been his deal? Is he just still hurt? Um, I think he. I, I think so. Yeah. I, I I I do think he's still dealing with that injury that he, he suffered early in the season. Because um, yeah, he hasn't looked like himself by any means this year. Um, which 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 is a shame because he's such a good player and he, he's still been very good against the run, but just hasn't hasn't been a consistent threat consistent threat as a pass rusher. So. Um, yeah, I mean, they, 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 they really, they desperately need, um, to, to be able to get to the quarterback, especially with, with the second half of the schedule that includes Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert. They have a jam packed schedule when it comes to quarterback, um, after the bye week. Sure. But fortunately, like the Bucks have their own offensive line problems. I mean, we're not really talking about that as much as we should, but like the, like Brady's interior line is God awful. I mean, look, the Steelers were able to pressure them. They don't even have J, a TJ Watt back. And then, you know. Um, what the Chargers have their own line issues. The Raiders have their own line issues. I mean, the Chiefs are are formidable, but like the Packers even look like that. Like they're having like a bit of a down year. Like as many as many names as are on their schedule. Like there's a lot of winnable games. Exactly. I mean, and, and that's why you play the that's, that's that's why you play the games on Sundays, right? Like I think going into last week against the Cowboys, I, I think um you know you, you saw Cooper Cooper rush on the other side and expected to be able to come out with a win and. Um, yeah, I, I think as as this team gets healthier, um, which they hopefully they will over the next two weeks, they'll they'll um, they'll they'll look a lot like what we kind of expected them to be um, coming into coming into the year. Oh, and just to sum up your solution for defense, it was fire Raheem, right? That's what we that's what we need to do. That's that's, yeah, that's, that's, all, that's, that's always the solution. <laughs> always fun. That's never not funny. <laughs> um, now, offensively, you know, obviously, the offensive line help out where it starts. But like when they work in Kyron, Kyron Williams, who should be back by the bio, after the bye week, they can work him and Daryl Henderson. I think they'll solve the running game problem without having to trade for McCaffrey, which I know a lot of people want, but like that's just not feasible. What trade, like, what edge rusher or often and or offensive piece do you think would be available to them? Um, I mean, I was hoping to be Brian Burns, but it sounds like he's not going to be available. Um, yeah, it's 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 it, it is tough at this at this time of the year because like it it, it it is tough to tough to lure, lure these players away from these teams because you know when you have a player like Burns, he is a star, and the Panthers know that, so they're not just going to let him go, even though they are a team with one win at this point. Um, Daniel Hunter, I think, would be awesome if he came over from from, from Minnesota. If you can if you can lure him over, um, Josh Uche um, from from New England, I think he's a player that 
that they might be willing to part with. Another player on the on the on the Patriots, Isaiah Wynn. He hasn't really had, he really, he hasn't had a lot of a lot of success there in New England since he's been drafted. They might be willing willing to part ways with them as well. Um, there, there, there will be options. I think they'll be limited. But uh, if there's anybody that can work the phones, it's 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 less need. Yeah, exactly. I mean, as much as people want to dunk on him for you know what the line looks like, um, and for you know signing people to extensions they maybe shouldn't have gotten or whatever, he's very good at making moves and very um, unafraid to do so. I mean, I know everyone had a huge conniption fit when it looked like Odell was going to Buffalo, but I just think that's probably going to fall into place sooner than we think. Like it just, uh, you know, so like the sky wasn't falling there either. So if they get, if they can just trade for a lineman and or a pass rusher, I think they'll be stable. But um, offensively, what what would you like to see more of? I know we like the jet sweeps. I know we like that, the smoke and mirror stuff. But like, what kind of plays do you not want to see McVay call? Um. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's that, that, that's a good question. I, I I'd, I'd like to see more quick game. Um. I, Stafford is is a really good processor. You kind of see what what um what Mike McDaniel was doing early in the season with, with Tua. I mean, the Dolphins' offensive line isn't good by any means. It's probably one of the worst in the league, honestly. Um, but but they were a they 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 they, they had a really good quick game, and, and McDaniel was able to scheme yards after the catch to create those explosives. Um, I'd like to see more deep deep shots, and I think that'll that'll, that'll happen as they get Van Jefferson back. I think they 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 really lacked a vertical threat over over this over this the first five, six weeks, and hopefully you get that vertical threat that opens things up underneath and um, and go from there. Um, I'd like to see more consistency, I think, in 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 the run game. I think McVeigh, especially today, I think he was kind of trying to force the running back by committee a little bit too much. I, I love Malcolm Brown, but he's very slow. Um Good, 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 good in pass protection. Okay, okay in short yard situations. But he's not someone that I, I, I'd love to see get consistent, consistent carries. Ronnie Rivers was was okay today too. He had a nice play um, on a, on a, on a screen. But I'd like to see them, you know, especially as Kyron Kyron Williams comes back. I'd really love to see them kind of lean on lean on those two on the, on those two guys. On, the, on, the, on those two guys a little bit more, but um, I, I'd, I'd love to see more vertical game and, and to, to, to sort of you know open open, open things open things up on, on, on underneath. Like today on on the pick six, the, the DBs were just kind of sit, sitting on that because it, they 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 know Rams weren't, weren't going to challenge them vertically, so it's just it, it that that's that that was the result. So I think if you can kind of open things up and uh, maybe 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 answer some quick game here in the second half of the season, um, it'll I think hopefully things will start to look better. I think so too. And um, defensively, I know. Um, well, I'll get to the, the back to the defense in a second. But I um, mean, Brandon Powell's proven he can also play receiver, so that's been nice. I think they have a lot more pe- a lot of pieces that they can work in. I don't know what we're going to get out of Hopkins. I mean, it was annoying not having him because they really could have used him. But I think they could go more twelve personnel. Maybe Jacob Harris actually makes an appearance appearance too. Like who are the players coming back besides Van on offense that you are most excited to see be worked in? Um, Kyron Williams, honestly, I I know he had I I know coming into that Buffalo game in week one, I I I'm, I'm, I, I know that I know the coaching staff liked him uh, coming into the year. I think Jordan Jordan Rodriguez from the Athletic wrote wrote that you know that during this during the 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 the, the Bengals week that. He 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 really impressed McVay and the coach and the coaching staff, and he kind of, he was supposed to have a bit, have a have a large role in 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 week one, and then um, 
he suffers that of uh, just kind of freak injury um, on, on, on special teams, and that bag kind of got thrown got thrown out the window. So I, I'm I'm really excited to 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 see him. I I, I loved him coming out of Notre Dame. I, th- I thought he was a great fit for this offense. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited to see him because I, I think he can he can provide the spark in the run game that the Rams have lacked um, along along with Henderson. Yeah, what the hell happened to Cam Akers? Is it simply just the Achilles he could just, he was never able to recover from, or what happened? I, I do think that's part of it, but at the same time, like I, I even even like early on and early on in his rookie season, he, he 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 didn't seem to have that that elite vision. Um, kind of kind of you know always kind of struggled hitting those cutback lanes, and he he seemed to, to kind of figure it out there at the. At, during during the play during during the the, the playoff stretch and kind of at the end of the season when he had when he had those big games but um and then yeah the, the, unfortunately he he has the injury but but he 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 honestly he didn't seem to um he had, he had the full off season this this off season to get healthy he might he might have came back a little early last year but he had the whole off season this year to to, to, to get healthy and then um he just didn't really show any any development or improvement in 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 in, in, in pass protection and. You know, going back to the going back to the Dallas game, they Akers played on twenty plays, ran ran fourteen of them, and Henderson was in for, for 30, 35 play, thirty seven plays, and they 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 passed the ball on thirty five of those. So, so they just became very predictable because Akers wasn't versatile and couldn't pass protect. So I think it, 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 it's it's a shame. It's like if he just traded, it's, it's a shame it didn't work out because it. Um, is it's kind of like the, the 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 like a Todd Gurley situation where like you saw you saw what he could be in this offense you saw a flash of it and unfortunately like an, any a, a, a detrimental injury just ruined that so if if he goes somewhere else I hope like a new scenery um, he's 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 able to find success but um, I I I'm really excited to see what see what Kyron Williams can do in this offense I, I think the coaching staff really likes it. I think so too. And, you know, he's also a good pass blocker. So you won't have to like stick in Malcolm Brown, who I like, but when he's in defense is kind of now like, okay, well, it's either going to be a screen to him or we don't have to worry about him. Cause he can, he'll just plod for like three or four yards. Like I think Kyron Williams, you're right. Will be the most dynamic piece you're getting back. That isn't van. Um, I'm going to say, um, I do hope they also not, uh, not start Bobby Evans anymore. But what, how come there's been a huge reluctance to get Darrell Henderson more involved? Because I know that's a huge debate on Ram on Rams internet. Um, yeah, I I, I, I wish I knew because I, I loved him coming out of Memphis. He, um, he, he seemed like he was going to be a perfect fit, a perfect fit, fit for this offense. But I, I and he he has when he when he's gotten his, his chances, he's shown it. He's shown that he can pick up yardage on running running outside specifically. He did he did a nice job today running running between the tackles. His 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 touchdown on the goal line was extremely impressive. Just, just a great second effort there to to to, to, to plot in across the goal line. Um, but I, I think there's a little bit of a reluctance just because he has dealt with those soft tissue injuries where um, he the Rams are so thin at running back right now where like you 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 want to make sure that he's okay and that he stays healthy. Um, so if you have to put a, if you have to put him in bubble wrap a little bit, um, it's, it's not necessarily necessarily a bad thing. So. Uh, I, I do think like when when Kyron Williams comes back, I think you you you, you kind of do see a fifty fifty split and split in the carries and um and that that, that is a bad thing. You keep 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 both guys fresh and and um and I think I think that that's good when you get into fourth quarter quarter when you're trying to trying to trying to ice games. Now, do you think Allen Robinson has turned a corner, or is it just it's because he's against a bad team? 
I, I, I think he, I think it's, he's kind of turned the corner a little bit. I, I, today was a really positive sign, um, and it, it was more than just you know. I, I think coming into this game, most of his targets had come in the red zone, or a lot of them had. Um, and today, I, I, I think that 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 catch that he had on the sideline on third down, I think that's going to Stafford's going to going to that'll, that'll give Stafford some confidence when when when, when going his way and kind of. I, 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 I like we're six weeks in, six weeks into the season. I mean, as much as we wanted to see instant results, that's still really early, and these guys getting to, to kind of know each other, and know what know know where Allen Robinson likes the ball and how and how he wants it. Um, you saw you saw Allen Robinson get, get involved in the intermediate intermediate areas of the field a little bit today. You saw him on this, on, make that great sideline catch. He did a, did his thing in the red zone on the, on, on on the fade. Um, so hopefully today is kind of a, a, a turning point and. As, as this offensive line gets healthier and Stafford has more time, I mean, it, it's just a shame. Cause the, I mean, you go back to the Dallas game and there's um, two plays after two, the 2-2 two, two Atwell reception. The Rams run a play and, and Allen Robinson is coming wide open over, over the middle, but Stafford's looking at the ground because he's, he's ducking a pass rusher and just he, if he, if he has time, it's probably a touchdown for Allen, for Allen Robinson because Stafford was evading pass rushers. He, he just, it, it, it didn't happen. So I think that that's part of, what what's been going on over the, over the first six weeks, but if um yeah I I, I do I do think today was a, a, a hopefully a, a sign of thing of things to come after the bye week. Yeah, I hope so too. And it's one of those other things where like because we live in a fantasy centric world, like because he didn't light it up against Buffalo, it's like oh okay he's washed. That's it. Like it's over. Like it was a waste. Like because he went high in a lot of drafts, and you know when fantasy doesn't uh, give you immediate results, you're willing to just cut bait because it's that's that's how it goes. Uh, I'm hoping to, I, I know like, especially like, with the, the Dallas and San Francisco weeks, like we really could have used him because those were very winnable games. That's the other thing that gets kind of lost in their slump is that, you know, they were in it in the fourth quarter for against the Niners. They were in it all the way to the fourth quarter against Dallas. And, you know, I mean, not Buffalo, obviously that was, that was kind of a lost cause. That was a tough night, but those two games are super winnable. And yet I don't, I don't know why people are willing to bury the team. Yeah, it, it, exactly, and it, and honestly, there they were kind of bad matchups at the time. Um, I mean, San Francisco has a great defensive line, um, really good at generating, generating pass rush. Dallas is one of the best in the league this year at generating a pass rush with four. Um, and just with with the current state of the, of the offensive line, it was it was going to be an uphill battle to begin with. Um, and I, I think you know, like hopefully, Brian Allen comes back after the line that that kind of gives them a boost going in, going into the San Francisco game and what will be a very big game. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I yeah, I, 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 I do think that, that, that there are. It, it was far too early, like, like you said, to, 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 to bury this team after five weeks because you know even you know going 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 back to last year after the after after three straight losses and, and the infamous no in November, like they they, they 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 bounced back and they were able to figure things out. And Sean McVay is a very good problem solver, and I have no doubt that he'll be able to take this 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 bye week and do and do the same. I know I laughed last year. Like one of my favorite things that I read when people were like really melting down. I think it was like it was either the San Francisco week, it probably was, or the Packers week. But like it's like you know what they should do? They should fire. They should have McVay step down, just be the play caller, and have Brian Flores be the coach because he's a leader of men. <laughs> like, like wow, we've really gone off the deep end. I, 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 I was seeing people suggest in in in, in Facebook Rams groups, which is why I stay away from Facebook's ramp. Facebook oh, no, Facebook, yeah, fuck Facebook. <laughs> I don't <have> Facebook. 
Facebook Rams groups are, are, are terrible, but some people saw some people suggesting that the Rams should tank this year, and it's like, why? That doesn't even benefit them. They don't have a first round pick. Like, like why would you? Why would you tank? Like, it's, it, it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like start, you know, trade Aaron Donald to an AFC contender so he doesn't have to, his 30s don't have to suck. It's like, okay, that you're going to really, no, you're not going to do that. And like, um, oh, well, Brad Holmes was the genius all along. And it's like, okay, like, let's, let's pump the brakes. I just, it just makes me laugh that like, you finally win a title. We've all been wanting it. Cause how long have you been a Rams fan, by the way? I've been a Rams fan since '99. Uh, that, that's kind of when I first got, kind of started following football. Um, okay. obviously, obviously, like fell in love with the great short turf. Like, really exciting team to watch. So, it's just kind of the team that I, like they caught my attention and um, been a fan ever since. Kind of unfortunate there in the in the in the early to mid 2000s. Yeah, it. <laughs> it, it, it survived. We, we we came out on the other end last year with a Super Bowl win. So, well, it's like. You know, you can tell some of these people are kind of just are new to this because it's like, dude, do you not remember how dark it was when it's like Steve Spagnola or, um, oh, uh, Lenahan yeah, and uh, Jim, Jim Haslett was an interim coach. There. Joe Vitt. You're like, hey, Joe Vitt might be the guy. And like the end of the Mike Martz era where like everyone was feuding, the front office was in chaos and like nobody got along and like everything dissolved super quickly. And it was just Steven Jackson and that's all you had to lean on. Like even if, if you if you if you didn't witness the first Ryan Fitzmagic comeback against Houston, oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. I I still remember that. Or it's like oh, and then how angry you everyone got when we drafted Sam Bradford because I remember I hated that pick at the time. Like, so I just like man, do you guys understand how um, good you have it now? Like I know it was like oh, we're back to the Jeff Fisher days. That was fast. And it's like no. You have to really sink low to get back to the Jeff Fisher days. Exactly, exactly. Like they, Jeff Fisher wishes his offenses were this good. Although he never believed in passing, so I don't think he would want to do that. But you know, he could. Did Jeff Fisher even believe in offense? That's the, that, that that that's the real question. I know he thinks Newt Rockney murdered football by inventing the forward pass. Like <laughs> it's just so funny to me. I'm like you guys are a bunch of ingrates. <laughs> Like I know this sucks now, but like I'm on cloud nine still because like you know we beat we beat the Bengals and I know like well they barely won that's like so what like the Chiefs barely won their Super Bowl too and like we just moved on from it and it just accepted it as a win you know like that's how Super Bowls really are supposed to go yeah I mean, yeah I mean like yeah I, like I, I, like pretty much every Super Bowl like growing up for me was was was, was really close like it's, it's supposed to be a battle between two between two teams that comes down to the very end and that's right that's how the rams was and like and also like as bad as the rams offensive line this year like is like i i haven't had to witness Davin joseph at left guard so like that, that's that, that's that, that, sure. that that's been a plus oh sure and Al- or like the days of alex baron and richie incognito you're like oh those guys are always going to get you a holding penalty when you've scored like a comeback touchdown like get out of here <laughs> and or just like um well you know or it's like oh like um people like oh but like with you know look at kyle shanahan everything he's doing in san francisco it's like yeah but he's like barely above 500 as a coach or as mcveigh hasn't had a losing season yet and i don't think he will this year either like i know grass is always greener but like i, I wish people were able to keep things in perspective like that frustrates me to no end <laughs> I same and um yeah it's like it, it helps like like especially like after a loss like just like take a step back take a deep breath like that, that, that's why like 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 it, 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 it when I, when I do write my write write my 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 
my my my my re, my recap piece. It usually comes the day after because it, it kind of gives me a second to kind of step back, re, 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 reflect, and then and put things in perspective, which, which which really helps. Because in the in the moment, it's it's a it's it's a lot of of, of emotion. So I, I understand like on on Twitter, like all these takes are coming from a place of passion and emotion, but at the same time, like they 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 can get out of hand for sure. No, I know, and it just amuses me. Like I don't know, I. I don't know about you, but like, uh, well, I'm sure you get a lot more crap because like people actually follow you. <laughs> like, you know, because you and I are on, are on the um, glasses half fulls end of the spectrum. Like, you or both, we can both be critical when we want to be, but like, we're mostly like, you know, it's going to be fine. Like, relax. And, you know, if you don't say, well, you need to burn it down and like, uh, that's it, start over. Like, or it's good to clear it's back to St. Louis. Like, we're not really doing our jobs. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if, if you're not if you're not asking to fire somebody every week, are, are you are you really a fan? Are you, if, if it's not fire Raheem or fire fire Carberry or fire Cohen, like if you're not oh, asking to get fired every single week, like what what, what are you what are you actually doing? <laughs> I know. Um, I was so what um, I'm gonna say. So for going forward, um, how would you say like even special teams has come together? Because I know that's always like a hot button thing, especially like Jordan Rodriguez writes about that a lot too. Is like the special teams ebb and flow. Yeah, I, I I think I think the special teams does, does does need to get better, but like at the same time, like you know, um, as, as much as you know, we 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 look at you know the offensive line struggling, struggling with depth. You know, the 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 the, the defense struggling struggling with depth. Like where that really hurts too is 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 on special teams because like you know, you know you are losing those those special teams contributors. Um, you know, right? Like Jalen Rams is playing a lot of special teams right now because by the Rams don't have don't have the guys on the. the, mm-hmm. the defense. To be able to be able to to, to do it, uh, it's, it's, so you know, like special teams kind of goes on the radar on that aspect. But they, they're they're hurt as well. I, I do think they need to get they need to get better. Uh, Riley Riley Dixon's kind of been up up and down up and down as a punter. He's had he's had two, has, he's had two block, which I don't necessarily think were, were his fault. Obviously, um, it, I, I I do think they kind of started to turn a corner at, at the end of last year. So hopefully, as, as as Rams get healthier, the special teams also starts start, start, starts to get better. Because I, I do think. Bonamago was was starting to, to 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 get some good things out of this unit, and, I, and and you know calling that 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 fake, that fake punt last week, they, they didn't they didn't get anything out of it offensively, which is is a shame. But that that fake punt in that situation was a was a, a great call, and that, and that and that's a credit a credit a credit to Bonamago because like honestly, probably no, nobody saw that after after they got rid of Johnny Hecker for, for them to even try something like that. So um, for him to pull, him to pull that out in that situation was 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 was, was a bold move, and um and credit. credit Credit to him. And going forward, just be, whatever, however, 2022, 2023 ends, and assuming they don't, uh, they keep most of their picks, where do you see that, or do you see their priorities, both on the draft and which in house people do you think they would retain? Oh, that's, yeah, that's tough. I, I um, yeah, I haven't even really thought about it, honestly. Um, I, 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 I do think that the offensive line, like, really, like, it, 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 like we always talk about it, but I, I do think the offensive line is going to need some um, need. They're, they're, they're going to need to add some pieces. I mean, if mm-hmm. no, if no did tear tears Achilles, like kind of McVay speculated that in his, his post game press conference, like you're going to you, you you may need to either a replace him or, or b get some, get some serious depth behind him because who knows who knows how that affects him moving forward um Brian Allen's always dealt with injuries going back to his rookie season um mm-hmm. last three missed time he's missed time again this year so that they really do need to get um 
some 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 center depth or or, or even just some right guard depth so that you know Cole Michelle can 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 move over there and they'll be fine. Um, but yeah, I, I, the, I, I, and then we talked we talk about edge rusher. Hopefully they 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 they, they go there. But um, it, it, it'll it'll be interesting to see who who they bring back and who they don't because yeah, it'll, it'll speak a lot to to the to the future and what they, what what how they see themselves going forward. Do they see themselves as a serious contender for the next two three years, or is, is or will next year be a little bit a little bit of a rebuilding year before they kind of maybe take a step forward in twenty twenty four. Right, because like I know that Bill comes doing a lot of a lot of guys like um, Allen Robinson's money goes up way more next year, and like you know they have like the thing about keeping Greg Gaines, who's surprisingly had a down year after last year, seemed like a huge breakout. So I'm like, hmm, I'm like, I'm wondering like, and Leonard Floyd, I have a feeling that they might that might be where they try to save some money too, because he hasn't lived up to their to his extension either, and. Um, you know, then you got Van going into his last year of his rookie contract. Same with uh, Jordan Fuller and uh, Terrell Burgess. And they just have a lot of, like, people that they need to really evaluate. Tyler Higby's going to be a free agent. I don't think they can keep him. So, yeah, like, offensive line and tight end, I think, would be the, the two of the big areas I would say they beef up on in the draft. Because they're going to get a lot of – they still have a lot of comp picks coming. People always forget about the comp picks, and that drives me crazy. It's like they actually have, like, 10 picks every year. You just don't notice it. <laughs> Yeah, the, that's that's probably the like the, when it comes to the draft, like the thing that bothers me the most when it comes to the Rams, like in just an actual narrative is is you have the f them picks narrative where it's like, oh, the Rams don't have any draft picks. Well, well, actually, the Rams have had like the, like they they've been among the top top, I think five teams in in in, in number of draft picks since 20, 2017. So, um, I th- yeah, they they should have I think three or four comp picks and be at eight to ten picks again next year and um. Is it, 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 as, as I, I, I think we 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 talked about earlier? You know, like, yeah, yes, it's easier to, to hit on picks early, but but really, what you want in those drafts is you, you want to be able to throw as many darts as possible, and, and and as long as you hit on a couple of those darts, that's that's all that really matters. Oh yeah, Darrell Henderson's another one that they, that they could lose next year too, or they can just bring him back at a lighter deal if there isn't a lot of takers. But um, they, so like their off is going to be very interesting next year, no matter how the season ends, but. Where do you realistically see the season ending? Like, assuming they get relative health back and, you know, they are able to navigate their schedule as, as best as they can. Like, how far do you see them going? Um, I, I, I do see them making the playoffs. I think a playoff win would be, would be big. And I think depending on the, on the, on the kind of the matchup and, and who they end up playing, mm-hmm. I, I do think like they could like, Make the, make the NFC Championship game. I, I don't see them making making repeat to the Super Bowl. But like realistically, realistically speaking, like right now, if I had to put, if I had to like put put my finger down on kind of where I where I think they're gonna end up, I, I do think they'll make the playoffs. I do think they they they, they get a playoff win. Um, and I I don't think they'll, they'll they'll be a high seed, but you know, as long as you get in the dance, you know, you you always have a chance. And um, I, I think if if they after everything they've gone through early in the season, if they were to end up, end up with the playoff win, I think that would that would be a success. Exactly. I mean, especially when again like. You know, luck on the winger. It's like they're going to be like five and seven, and they're going to be out of it. Like, no, I don't think so. Like, if they beat like the Bucks, for instance, like that's a tiebreaker you're going to have if you win the division. Because I don't see them losing that division spot. And then if you beat Green Bay, that's another tiebreaker you could have. Because again, they're not where they should be either. So it's not impossible that they could make the playoffs and then go on a little run. Like, I don't see them running it back either, just because that's super hard. And like the AFC is just better. I can't like they're unequivocally better. Like. uh at the top end, so I'm not going to say they they run they're going to run it back, but 
you know, it's going to be a lot more competitive than people think. Because again, look at all the, look at how wide open the NFC is once you get beyond Philly. Exactly, and, uh, and honestly, like who knows what Philly's going to look at look like at the at the end of the year? Uh, I think um, none of their wins have really impressed me. Like, like I, I mean, it's obviously a six and zero. Like, you you would love to be six and zero, and 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 a win as a win in the NFL. Like, you 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 you, you take it, but their schedule is extremely easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and that's going to be a big reason why they're going to be be arguably they'll, they'll likely be the be the top seed and they'll likely be overseed over because of it. Um, but I mean that, that 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 is a good team that they're, they're built very well up front in the in 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 the trenches. Jordan Davis is playing really well. Fletcher Cox is still Fletcher Cox, and they have they have one of the best offensive lines in football. So um, they are built for it. But um, we'll see you know what they go what, what they look like in the playoffs because I, I do think they have limitations specifically around Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Dallas kind of exposed that a little bit because, you, you know, he wasn't super crisp tonight. And, you know, I, the thing I also wanted to like circle back to is just the Bengals narrative because going in, everyone's like, well, they're not going to suffer a Super Bowl hangover at all. Like, look at them. But they're in the same boat as we are, and weirdly they shouldn't be because they spent a bunch of money on their offensive line. So just really interesting to see, like, you know, everyone's situation coming into the season where it is now, you know? Yeah, exactly. It, 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 like – and you put it, you put it perfectly. I mean, the Bengals spent all this money off the, on the offensive line this offseason, bringing in Lyle Collins and a bunch of other guys, and um, they simply haven't looked very. They, they haven't looked much better than what, they, than what they were putting out on the offensive line last year, and it wasn't really good last year. So, um, trust me, as someone who has a lot of equi- fantasy equity in the Bengals this year, I have noticed. <laughs> yes, um, like my lord. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I, as a, as a T Higgins owner and uh, in fantasy, yeah, I've, I've also I've also felt it, and um, yeah, it, it, I, I think you, you look at the Rams and Bengals, and these are these are two teams coming off of the the, the first season where um, the first eighteen week season where you know these teams are still playing in February, and that's that's a lot of football, and they're 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 coming off now with with shorter rest than all these other teams, and I, I, I think I think it has shown a little bit. Exactly. I'm trying to think of any more Rams questions I have to ask because I had two more for you that were unRams related. Um, let's see. Well, okay, so um, I don't even want to ask you about Stafford elbow because I know that's a moot point. It's not his elbow that's the problem. We've already we've already cleared that bridge. Um, oh, I do think. Do you do you think Raheem not getting fired? Obviously, but like, do you think he ends up getting being the coach that gets poached next year, or do you think he'll stay? Um, I think at the end of the day, he's going to end up staying. I, I, I just, just because I, I don't think there's a, um, a national, um, a national hype, hype, hype about around him as like there are some of these, some of these other guys, like you look at Dan Quinn, like, yeah, he's, he's going to get a lot of attention this off season. I think with, with, with how well that defense is playing and especially if Michael Parsons wins, um, gets the defensive player of the year, like he is. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, even D'Amico Ryan's like the, the I, I think he's he's someone that the, the, the media has talked up quite a bit and for, and for a good reason D'Amico Ryan's is a good coach he's done some really good things with that with that 49ers defense um, so I, I'd expect him to get a look um, I, like Morris might get some interviews but I, I at the end of the day I I, I, I do think he ends up staying next team after after this offseason just because I, I teams kind of kind of go toward towards the offensive coaches anyway so that the, the opportunities for defensive coaches are a lot smaller and um, and then just with the national hype around Quinn and 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 Ryan, I think I think those guys will will get hired before Morris. Unfortunately, even though like Morris, I think does deserve a second shot. 
Yeah, he does. And I'm going to want him for like one more year while they figure out what the defense is going to be. Because, you know, Donald is, it's coming up like in 24, that's when he's going to make his decision whether he's going to stay or go. Um, so, yeah, I, I just, I'm hoping Raheem gets a job. He does deserve it. He did turn it around last year, even though he was fired like three or four times. Um, you know, it was nice of him to do this, do the playoffs pro bono. That was really cool. Um, but no, uh, I do. I think this will be the one season where they don't get coaches poached, and I think that's going to be good for them in the long run. Because like it's been kind of a miracle that like they've been losing people left and right every single year, and the the continuity was still fine. Like that's a, the big other big thing people miss about those teams is just how strong the culture is. Like you know, even when no win November was happening, like you didn't hear any fights. Like you would like, oh, Jalen Ramsey's going to pop off, or oh, Beckham and Von Miller are going to regret being there, but that never happened. And I think that's something we just don't talk enough about is like the cultures in the locker room. Cause you can tell when like things go south and a team falls apart. Exactly. And, and I mean, you look at what, what's going on in San Francisco right now. I mean, yeah, they're three and three and yeah, they, they have, they have looked good at times, but that was the team. That was the team that also lost a lot of offensive coaches last, last year. They, they, they mm-hmm. lost Mike McDaniel, who, who, who was a, a he, he was, he was someone that had followed Shanahan pretty much everywhere. He, he was a huge part of Shanahan, of Shanahan's staff and they, they lost him, lost, 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 a lot of position coaches, I'm pretty sure, if I'm remembering mm-hmm. correctly. And um, you kind of see how that offense looked early in the season with Trey Lance. And, I mean, it's, it's looked a little better, I think, with with, 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 Jim, with Jimmy G. But um, it, 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 they only scored 14 today against against Atlanta. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, – so, so they're, they're, they're going through their, – their bumps after losing all these guys on the staff. And it's something that the Rams have – the Rams and McVay have gone through pretty much every single year. And they've done it without missing a beat. <laughs> Exactly. And like, you know, and they're dealing with their own injury problems too, and mostly on defense. Like they're really having it on defense. So like I can see it into like, cause I got the chiefs next week. That's no easy task, especially with like way worth where their offense is right now. But and then they get us. And if we beat that, if like we beat them, I honestly think we'll get a lot more goodwill. Like that's what I'm really hoping for is just like good, like a good vibe. Like, Oh, they snapped the uh, regular season Shanahan streak. Hooray. We did it like two, uh, two times in a row at SoFi. Although people like, well, they barely, if there's just if Tart picks off Stafford, it's over. It's like, cool. But Jimmy G also couldn't get the ball going for two, the last two minutes, but whatever. <laughs> that's how they hear it there. But like, yeah, the Niners week, I think, is the biggest week of the season. Do you think that's true? Yeah, I, 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 I do think that's true. Um, just because, you know, like, like you said, you know, if they, if, if San Francisco does lose to Kansas City next week, that puts them at three and four. You, you, you beat them, you put them at three and five, and you have a firm grip. On the, on the on the NFC West, like if they if the Rams want to win the NFC West, they they really do have to beat San Francisco. Um, come c- coming out of the bye, and there's really I don't think there'll be a big a big excuse not to. You have two right. weeks to, two weeks to prepare. You're getting healthy. Uh, San Francisco has is dealing with their injuries on defense, like you said, um, and they'll be coming off of uh, off of a, a very difficult, probably physical game against Kansas City. So they'll really need to win, need to win that game. And um, yeah, I, I think if they, if they want to win the NFC, NFC West and get, get to where they want to go this season, being in San Francisco, San Francisco after, after the bye is a must. Yep. And then you take, you take care of business and sweep uh, the Cardinals two weeks after, cause they're in free fall. Like we're not talking about their free fall very much either. Like, whew. I've I've absolutely loved watching their free fall. Kyler Murray signs this gigantic contract this off season. You have all that stuff coming out about him, you know, all the, the, the this this study hours in his in his contract and um Cliff 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 Cliff
Colonel Sands wanted fired after he just signed an extension, and yeah, it's, right. It's yeah, I know they were my they were my lock for like um, dysfunctional team at the um, to start the season because they were already behind the eight ball without having Hopkins. But I'm like, I don't see why people were making a big deal about Hollywood Brown and stuff like that. Team is put together so poorly, and you see it every week. It gets it seems like it's getting worse. Like against us, like <clears throat> we shouldn't, we, we shouldn't have really. Won, I mean, we should have won that game, but like, and a bit by more, but you know, turnovers. But like, they just didn't seem like they had it, had it at all. And you know, Seattle's rebuilding, but they've gotten some nice, nice wins here and there, just by virtue of their schedule. So I just think you know the West is is wide open, man, and I love it. This is like this is the fun time of year. I want to see the problem solving. Exactly, and the, the 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 Cardinals made the Seahawks defense look like it was a top ten unit earlier today. And I know that that, that that's tough to do because the Seahawks defense has been terrible this year. They 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 and it they, should they, be. They they, 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 may, they they may taste some hill look really good if it, good, good last week. So um, I know. <laughs> yeah, this, this, yeah. The, I think this division race is gonna, is going to come down to the final final couple of weeks. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be tight. Yep, I mean, split the Niners, sweep the Cardinals, and then you beat Seattle once. I think that's it pretty much locks it in because, like, you know, they all have to play the AFC West eventually. Like San Francisco still has to do Kansas City and the Chargers and Raiders, and we have to do the whole West and so on and so forth. Um, I did want to ask you one thing though: uh, when you're not covering the Rams, what are you watching? Um, so right now I am big in the House of Dragon, absolutely. Mm. I, I I I can't wait wait to watch tonight's episode tomorrow. Um, it's it's yeah. I, I, I huge huge House of Dragon. Um, probably one of my all time favorite shows. I've I've watched How I Met Your Mother at least probably eight or nine times through. Absolutely, absolutely. That's my favorite sitcom. Um, the, really. The the the, the 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 final season was very very forgettable. The the the, the season the, the 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 series finale was. Probably one of the worst worst ever, just just because it wasn't what people, what people expected. But as, as a as a show as a whole, it, it's it's one of my favorites. I can't rewatch it. Like the final season, like tainted it so badly because like it's so intertwined. Like there aren't a whole lot of standalone um, episodes of that show, so like you're like Ugh, I'm reminded of where we're headed with this. I like, hate it. Um, <laughs> but just sad because I was super into it. But fair enough. Like so, House of the Dragon is your big show right now. Yeah, that's a, that's a show I'm I'm really into right now. Um, I, I I love what they've done. I I think you know when you when you get some of these spinoff shows, um, I I I think some of them tend to like not land as well as uh, you know the the original did. But I, I don't think that's been the case here. I think that well, the quality of House of Dragon, the storytelling has been just as good as as as, as Game of Thrones was. I think I think you know the last three seasons of Game of Thrones, of Game of Thrones the last you know 12, 12, 14 episodes or so were. Put 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 a taint on the on the franchise a little bit, um, but George R. R. Martin's been really involved in the, in, in this, and I, I, I'm I'm excited to see where they, they take these 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 four seasons where they're gonna do the Dance of the Dragons and everything, and I, I kind of hope they they do more with it too, and you know maybe maybe show some of Aegon's conquest um, after that, maybe go go into some of these other other really interesting stories in the in the Targaryen um in in the Targaryen family that that. I, 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 I'm currently reading, reading, reading the book, and it's it's been, it's been fantastic. Um, but yeah, I, I, I absolutely absolutely been loving House of Dragons so far. Awesome, man! All right, well, thank you for coming on. Where can the good people find you? Um, yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at bgreasekdtr. Um, find me uh, on Curve Show Times. I, I put up put out quite a bit of content there um, every, every week. So check me out there. And um, again, thanks thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it, and I had a great time. 
Thank you, Blaine. I really, I really appreciate it because I really do enjoy talking with you online. Because you know, you're like I said at the top, you're one of the only sane voices out there that's not you know fire and brimstone. So it's just really nice to have a level-headed conversation with someone, and nice to talk to you in person online. Same, same to you. You're, you're someone like back like, actually. I, I enjoy enjoy uh, our our interactions. I think I think our, our sense of, sense of humor are, 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 are pretty similar, um, which, which, which 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 is nice. I, I love, I love the, the, the the dry sarcasm. It, it always brings 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 a smile to my face. So yeah, thank, thanks for thanks for uh, you know keep, be, be, keeping it light and, and and making Twitter worthwhile there for for at least for at least a little bit. Oh, thank you. You enjoy the bye week. We should all just take a nice nap and come back for Niners Week Part 2. It sounds good. Thanks, 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 Thanks. Appreciate it. Take care, sir. Bye.